Hello friends, before we get started on this next amazing episode, I just wanted to give a short shout out to our team at Metal Cloak, the group that makes this podcast possible. From engineering to production, from marketing to sales, from accounting to HR, every member of the Metal Cloak family works diligently every day to bring some of the world's best products to the off-road enthusiast. Designed, engineered, proven, Metal Cloak. That is not just a clever cadence written by me, but a true statement of what we do every day and why we truly appreciate each and every one of you. If you are looking for something for your Jeep, Ram, Bronco, or Toyota, give us a try. We are here to help. And now, on to another amazing episode of The Modern Jeeper Show. And they showed a gal that was standing on top of her car while it sank into a lake that was full of ice. And she's standing on top of this car taking a selfie. And (laughs) you know, you gotta have an opportunity. (laughs) The Modern Jeeper Show, the show about Jeeps, Jeeping, and Jeepers. Hello, Modern Jeepers. Matson from Metal Cloak here, and welcome to episode number 149 of the Modern Jeepers Show, the show about Jeeps, Jeeping, and Jeepers. Corey and Jesse are recovering from the winter 4x4 Jamboree, or more so are recovering from the Omicron in beautiful Mesquite, Nevada, where they're also pre-running for an upcoming Modern Jeeper adventure. Corey and I have another random chat session about the success of podcast drinking games, having Bronco on my mind, current giveaways, upcoming events, and just being good to yourself. You can watch the full episode at youtube.com slash modern jeeper. Please subscribe to our channel while you're there. As always, we're extremely grateful to our supporters and friends, including Warren Winches, Raceline Wheels, Best Top, Milestar Tires, Rugged Radios, Adventure Rack Systems, and of course, Metal Cloak. So sit back, relax with a cold one, enjoy episode number 149 of the Modern Jeeper Show. Well, hey, Modern Jeepers, this is another episode of the Modern Jeepers Show with me, Matson from Metal Cloak and Mr. Modern Jeeper, Corey Osborne. Well, my usual, hey, an- yeah, yeah, my usual thing is like, hey, buddy, how you doing? You guys, yeah, been- it's been an interesting week for sure for uh, for the both Jesse and I. Yeah, Rockstar Jeep Girl, how's she doing? She is, uh, she's on like day, this would be like the seventh day where she's just not feeling 100%. And, uh, you know, we, uh, we got through winter four by four jamboree and um, she was a trooper. And then something caught me as well for the last few days and she's still down. So she's in recovery mode still. Man. Yeah. It's tough. It's tough. You know, the, the biggest thing about this is just getting through it and it's hard to power through it. Cause it's a miserable, miserable time when you're trying to power through it. It's been such a busy, busy week for us with the winter 4x4 Jamboree and what a great event that was. Those guys did such a good job. Um, They turned that from a two-day event into four days. Wow. Uh, So, again, yeah, yeah. We're all kind of taking a deep breath now and and trying to to get better. I I hope that there wasn't a whole lot of other people that got sick last weekend, but I don't know that. Well, it, it, this thing about the Omicron is it's just, it's sweeping the nation, you know, it's getting through, you're not, it's highly contagious, but it's also not deadly. So 
it seems to be. And I'm not a doctor, nor do I pretend to be one on the internet, but that just this seems to be the data out there, right? So, um, it, but yeah, you just got to power through it. We've had guys here that have gotten it and just, just it, it's not fun. But my mom and her uh, her husband are still um, still suffering from it right now. Um, but they're getting through it. They're doing their ivermectin and they're doing their Z pack and and you know and they're obviously the more vulnerable age. They're definitely more both healthy, so they're not as vulnerable as somebody who might not be as healthy. But in that age range, you have to be worried about it a little bit. Yeah, you know, I guess before we get too far, let's make the word for the day Rona. Rona. Um, <laughs> That's right. We'll just, we'll apparently, just our, that. apparently our, our, our drinking games are fairly popular now. <laughs> <laughs> apparently so. Um, yeah, so this way, see, if I say, you know, I'd like to have a Corona, well, I, you know, I'm in a place where I we should be drinking Coronas. Um, it's only like 50 degrees outside. It looks sunny, uh, but it's it's fairly chilly here still. In fact, there's snow on the mountaintops above Mesquite. Well, you know, you're you're wearing the sunglasses. You got the T-shirt on. You're next to the yellow Jeep. I mean, you look like a guy who's actually hanging out, you know, uh, near the beach. That there you go. See, yeah, it, it doesn't look it doesn't look cold. It, see, exactly, doesn't look cold at all. It looks like you're out there <laughs> on vacation, you know, down in Miami having some fun. I'm well. I'm I'm hugging the hood of the Jeep because it's warm. <laughs> nice. Oh man, how is the rig? Is that uh, is that golden spike? Needed a trip. It hadn't gone out for a little while, and the the gladiator doesn't like to ride on the CTI trailer. It turns out it's a length issue, so we have to we'll have to think about solutions for that. But the LJ likes to go places with the CTI trailer. You know, they have a relationship. Mm, they do. They do. You know, or red and yellow go together better than red and silver, anyway. So, That's right. You know. You know, it's all about the colors. So what's going on at Metal Cloak headquarters? You know, we're just kind of just kind of cruising on through things, right? You know, our, our big pushes right now are the uh, I Resolve the Jeep, which uh, yesterday was the one week left mark for getting your entries in. So I Resolve the Jeep dot com. You know, it's amazing how many people do an incredible job of reading the instructions from the top to the bottom and uh, and follow them. And then there are those who read the instructions from top to bottom, or maybe they don't read the instructions. So I've been kind of nice enough this year to send a little nudge notice to anybody whose entry is not up to par. But uh, it's a pretty interesting ratio of people that are simply not following the instructions. And I'm sorry, but once it comes to uh, close day on the 24th, midnight the 24th, if you haven't corrected it, you're out. So you might want to pay attention. If you have entered into it, you might want to pay attention to your messages coming through. Because if I've sent you a message through moderngforum.com saying, hey, maybe take a look at the instructions and correct it, you might want to do that. I can't give you any other advice than that because it wouldn't be fair, but I will let you know. You can just look at those instructions one more time and maybe there's something off on your entry. Um, so it's You important. know, it's kind of interesting to me that we're, we seem to be in an environment now where you have to tell people, what is it? What was that old thing in school? You had to be told something seven before you actually remembered it. Right, right, right. Yeah, like, so like. Now we're in that really? Like, <laughs> here's the instructions. Here they come again. We're going to tell you those instructions one more time. Right. Um, 
it's just like the Rona. I mean, it's, we're going to tell you, you might get sick, but then when you get sick, don't freak out. I'm sorry. I'm going to say that again. I I just saw, I just saw, uh, uh, some clip of Bill Maher about the Rona and, uh, and he's, it is interesting that a certain political population answered the questions correctly. Like what is the likelihood that you're going to end up in a hospital if you have the Rona? And it's something like one to 5%. But the other side of the political population, <clears throat> Democrats, uh, answered the question according to this survey, this Gallup poll survey, not a Fox News poll or something, this Gallup poll survey, uh, 70% who answered that survey um, thought that if you get the coronavirus, that, or, excuse me, 70% likelihood that you will go to hospital. That's really? that's see, that's a Democrat's thoughts. That's what they believe that you. So that's why everything's changing. I don't know. It's an interesting side note, but it all comes to this idea that the Rona uh, is 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 here, man. It's here to stay. We just got to get through it. It is. It's not. There's not going to be a yeah. zero sum game. It's never going to be gone. It's never going to be no, gone. No, that's right. No, and we're going to keep having um, you know cold or flu like symptoms, and you know we're all going to get through it. We've been fairly lucky that we haven't. Uh, been been sicker i mean we haven't i haven't been sick for two years now and um you know this thing kind of caught up to us and we let our bodies get tired we we either expose ourselves to certain elements in the that just the nature of being outdoors and doing outdoorsy things and stuff happens i, I was watching a, a clip this morning on the news and they showed a gal that was standing on top of her car while it sank into a lake that was full of ice and she's standing on top of this car taking a selfie and (laughs) you know you gotta have an opportunity (laughs) right 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 i mean you know so she's out there doing it for the gram right and this guy gets a plastic kayak and they send it out to her on a rope and they she jumps on this kayak and 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 they're like what were you doing and she says i I was just having fun (laughs) <laughs> lady was on the roof of her car, little lake, gonna die in the freezing cold water. She was just having fun. She ha- was oblivious to the fact that she was in any real danger. And I kind of get that. Like that's kind of where we are. I think as society, we're just we just kind of think we're impervious until something bad happens, and then we freak out. Well, I and then know, we say, "Oh, we wait, wait, wait!" Then somebody else's fault. Like, uh, you know, the guys who got right. caught up in the tsunami um, along the western coast. Like, well, we we weren't giving any warning. Yeah, it's kind of how it works. You should always be prepared, you know? Hmm. How does that work? And maybe that's it. Always be prepared. We This is a Warren-sponsored um, podcast, and always be prepared. Yeah. That's right. Always be prepared. Boy Scout motto. Uh, you know, it's a... Uh, it is it is interesting. Anyway, so yeah, back to Metal Cloak. We um so we have that the I Resolve Jeep going. Um anybody can enter, just go to iresolvejeep.com with all the rules. Then we have the exciting and maybe not so exciting for our modern Jeeper group, but the uh, giveaway going on over at um at Bronco Six G uh dot com or whatever the URL is over there for the Bronco Six G forum. Um, for the skid plate system for the Bronco. It's been pretty cool for us at Metal Cloak because there's a huge following that are just like, yeah, wow, we're looking forward to a Metal Cloak product in the Broncos. And it'll be fun to see how that comes out. 
everybody has their opinion about that rigs. In fact, next week, uh, um, Scott Becker and I will be doing the uh, result of Jeep giveaway, um, which because you you and Jesse will be out and about. So uh, Becker and I are going to do it. Uh, we thought we'd talk about the Bronco a little bit. And you might hear some very, very strong opinions from uh, from Scott Becker about the actual uh, quality of the Bronco and 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 whether or not it truly is the, you know, Jeep killer. And I think we can all agree that it's not. I think at this point, the, the Bronco is an incredible rig. Uh, for what it's designed to do, um, but it's not it's not the same. You know, straight axle, straight axle, it, it performs different. Uh, we saw that uh, we saw that uh, CTI test, which I don't know. Did we talk about that last week or not? I forget when that actually. Oh, uh, we just we just had it on the trailer. Yeah, we just had it on the trailer, and it was like what was it? The four? I wouldn't even say I'm actually going to look at what my own notes were on what that CTI was, but yeah, not something that's very impressive. Uh, we got a, uh, 480, I thought. 480. That's what it is. Yep. And that was like, not impressive at all. I mean, compared to what things, but you know, what? it's the beginning. Maybe they'll improve. Maybe they'll all hear about the low CTI score they got and Ford will think they'll have to do it better. And then they'll come out and they'll, they'll insist on it. And then they'll call you a liar for giving them a 480 and get in your face. <laughs> <laughs> Because that's never happened. Well, we talked a little bit about it at uh, Trail Hero, or I mean, not Trail Hero, sorry, Winter 4x4 Jamboree. And uh, the the consensus was, even from a lot of the people who were out on the trails, is, of course, people are going to have to relearn how to drive. Folks that are coming away from Jeep, getting into a Bronco, and even mm. as far as the guides spotting on trails and things, sure. those things handle completely different. So, Yeah. Yeah, we've seen some of that as well. Just you said guides is a very important part of it because the guides, you know, you sit there and look about it. Hey, it's straight axle. What do you do? Where do you put your tire? IFS, it's a little different. Doesn't matter as much. You know, where it, it, lot, it, it performs differently. A lot of just wheels on the on the ground, and it, they're going to pick up a wheel, and that's kind of okay. It's part of their stability, and they just don't have that drop flex that we see out of a Jeep. Right. Right. So, but, you know, it'll be fun. It'll be interesting to see. I'm looking forward to being out there. But it will be interesting to see how many Broncos start appearing at Jeep events, right? Like, we already saw them at Easter Jeep Safari, but they're going to start appearing at Easter Jeep Safari as attendees, not just as marketing. And then we're going to see them at Jeepers Jamboree. And we're probably going to, I don't know, are they allowed on Jeep Jamborees or that is that like big no-no? I don't think so. I think that they're going to be limited to just Jeeps. I don't think that, I mean, if you're a Jeep event, it'd be like JJ USA having Broncos be a part of it. I don't think that's going to work out. That was, I was wondering. I'm like, I'm just wondering, like, are they even allowed to do that? It probably being that they're sponsored by Jeep and they have a big Jeep is a big one of their clients. Probably not. I think Jeep would be pretty pissed off if Broncos started appearing on JJ USA events. So that's what I special. Agree. And all the, the events that have Jeep in their name, I think it's going to be kind of interesting. Like, what do you, you don't have a, you can't do Jeep adventures. You have to do off-road adventures or right. something. It's no longer a Jeep jam. It's a four by four jam. Well, I, even at Cloakworks, I was, I was doing some stuff for their website and uh, they're getting ready to move to the new building. And I was making some changes and I realized, oh, I, I changed the header from being the Northern California's premier Jeep specialist to Northern California's premier four by four specialist, because, you know, that's the case. We just, you know, it's not going to be limited. We can't just be now metal cloak. It's your Jeep only better. That's not changing. 
um you know but but it's it still is we're still your jeep you're only better we're still a, a jeep centric company guys so don't worry about that but we are expanding because we can and because it's not fair to everybody else to to not let them have access to the technology well it's going to be i gotta just throw the word rona out there for a minute mm. um you know for our, our fans at home that are are getting a little dehydrated um <laughs> we are uh it, we're in an interesting time and, and coming through this area to see that they had 900 rigs come out to winter four by four Jamboree. Wow. Um, yeah. It was, there was a lot of people. And again, I think we're all so hungry to get back out on the road. The weather back East is of course horrible out here in the West. It's been fairly mild. Uh, who knows what King of the Hammers, King of the Hammers, what? I think it starts next week. Got already. Wow. I think they, I, I read some marketing uh, posts about they're going to name the main race the King of Kings now. The King of Kings. Yeah, or the, the yeah, yeah, King of Kings? King of the Hammers and King of the Kings, something like that. KOK was the uh, initials that I saw on the post, and I don't know whether that has continued forward or if Dave has put a kibosh on that, but uh, the 4,400 race on Saturday was going to be the KOK race, which really was, had a bad acronym to it when you pluralize it as KOKS. (laughs) Right. King of Kings. Well, you know, you can't really be the King of Kings until he has, what he needs to do is then combine the final race, which has um, the King from every category, like, the winner, right. the winner of the trophy truck versus the winner of the motos versus the river of the side by sides versus the winner of the <laughs> of the ultra four. Then it's the king of kings. <laughs> just have it be all in. Like anybody who wants to sign up, you can just go run. All dude, it's, it was one all giant, in. one giant race in Lake Bed. All in, free for all. Go. Wait, that's how it started. I was speaking of which I was watching the Dakar uh, rally. I was some video popped up of highlights from this year's rally. And, you know, it's everything from, of course, guys on, on motorcycles with like nothing but a a hydration pack um, to those big, you know, six wheeler, the big big trucks. I was watching one of those trucks roll over and it's like, it's one thing to like roll over an ultra four car. It's one thing to roll, you know, to do, but those, that thing was just, you could just see it starts getting unstable and boom, and then flips over and goes boom. And it's like, Oh my God, that's, that was, that's a lot of metal. Yeah. I, I can't imagine trying to recover something like that. Mm-mm, no, thankfully I think it landed on its wheels, but it's still one of those things. It, it just, it's incredible. Those kind of rallies. Now is Jesse still planning on, on hitting out for uh, doing the rebel rally next year or is it this year? So we're on the waiting list waiting list there's a waiting list so that's cool oh they they sold that event out a week after the last race ended oh my gosh this is funny too because i remember when it first started we're kind of like huh yeah i wonder if it's gonna be any good or anybody's gonna be interested in this thing it's that popular so they're that limited to the number of 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 racers oh yeah just 50 just 50 (laughs) yeah wow 50 Teams. And of course, you know, I mean, Emily does a great job um, who puts the event on. She also, you know, you have to have spots open for manufacturers. So mm-hmm. you've got, you know, companies like Mitsubishi and Subaru and, and of course, Jeep and Ford. And so you have spots for all these manufacturers and it's not a cheap race. 
I mean, the, the to compete in that race, they're looking at probably about twenty to twenty-two thousand dollars per team to race that event. Oh my gosh! Um, yeah, it's extremely expensive. But um, we're on a waiting list, and, and that's with uh, with our, our friends down in Florida with Ricky and, and his wife and Jeepers Den, and and uh, we'll see. I, I don't know if they're going to get that deep into the waiting where eight other teams are going to bow out. It'll be good training for them. I mean, they have to know a lot about navigation and things like that, so she's working on some of that you know, when she's not sick. Well, is it, is it old school navigation then? It's all old school stuff? But no electronic phones, no nothing. Now, is it like the what was that Reno rally name that uh, Jeff Uh, created? What was the name uh, of that event? Yeah, Rally Venture. Rally Venture. That's right, Rally Venture. Now, Rally Venture was all paper, but it was also lots of 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 um, tricks and and guessing and and calculations and trivia and stuff like that, right? But well, we there was a social media aspect to that event where we had to take pictures of of flowers at certain areas and things like that, and and the navigational charts they that Jeff used were similar to well they're called tulip charts mm, used in right. the car, and I think what from what I understand the Rebel uses an, an, a whole mixture of things, so it's from compass and paper and yeah, get out your protractor. And start, you know, laying out wow. courses, things like that. Wow, <clears throat> that's incredible. Yeah, yeah. It seemed like when when the uh, rally venture was happening, like all the social media stuff didn't really benefit you. It benefited rally ventures social media, right? Which I guess you're there racing Ooh. for it. It's all designed to build. What a great little system! Hey, build up my social media, and you could win. <laughs> and actually, pretty smart, you know. I mean, how to gain followers, and uh, sure, you know. Yeah. I mean. I don't know if, if, uh, can you imagine it? And we already, everything we buy in a grocery store, we have, we all have a little value card system of some kind. So they already know everything we buy. And yet we're afraid to give somebody our email address. Right. They know everything about you, buddy. Secrecy is a, is a myth. That's That's for sure. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like, you know, you go to, um, have you seen these stores where like uh, Amazon's have been experimenting with these stores where they have, you just put it into the shopping cart. The shopping cart automatically knows what you're putting into it and just pops up on the screen on you, on your display. So as you're checking out, you just, you just threw some avocados in there. It knows exactly what you threw in there. And it just tracks all of that. And you just walk right out after you pay for it. So um, I went to Sam's Club before we had to come out on this trip. And you use the app on your phone. You can just scan everything you put in your cart. And then when you leave, leave. You can wow. just, you just wow. walk out. They still check your receipt at the door, but um, yeah, you're you don't need to go through a checkout. Wow, how how modern is how that? Weird. Yeah, you know, don't be too loud about that because you know, people might think that. Oh wow, shoot, I can get, yeah, I can put all that stuff in my shopping cart. We'll rock around at the door. Yeah, you gotta check the receipt. Right. Yeah, but try to stop me as I go out the door. Well, and it's that whole, I guess, if you're playing the odds, they're going to check to make sure the three or four things that are on your ticket, they can't check all of your items. Um, I don't know. Maybe these stores have built in, uh, they've already gone through the numbers of, well, if we let an item or two go through the door a day, maybe our loss isn't that much. I don't know. Yeah. Well, that's like, 
they're playing the numbers, but that's that whole problem, right? Like you, uh, you know, you're going to be the one person who can walk out the door with a thousand bucks in merchandise in your cart and nobody's going to stop you because they're not allowed to stop you because they'll lose your job and might stop you. There was a great, <laughs> right. great video I saw of a guy walking through. He was, um, it was at a Home Depot or something like that. And it was like a customer walking along with the security or the workers there watching this guy as he's just pushing his cart full of DeWalt tools right out. And as he goes stepping out, the moment he crossed the door out, the customer stepped in, grabbed the cart, ripped it away from him and shoved it back in. But, you know, the customer was good not to do anything inside the store. But once it was outside, he the customer took over because the employees can't do anything. All they could do is try to watch the guy go out the door with a, a cart full of DeWalt tools. Pretty, pretty sad situation. We're in. What if you what if you push the cart through the doors outside and then somebody else? got it on the other side of the doors and then went to their car who's at who's at fault here who's really who stole it right yeah oh i i was just pushing the cart i i didn't steal yeah. it got away from me yeah well you know <laughs> but what if you hit the other guy in the over the head with a bat and he went smashing down on his on his car on his floor who was at fault there the bat was already <laughs> there i just picked up the bat as a matter of convenience sorry he, the I, guy fell on his bat i'm sorry yeah. Well, you know what? What if you were in a seeing... Jeep and you ran over him? Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. I was just thinking about some of the trends that we're that we saw at Winter 4x4. And you know, I'm thinking that I'll bet two out of ten, yeah, maybe yeah, probably two out of ten rigs were gladiators. Really? That many? Yeah. Man, yeah. that's amazing. That's amazing. I mean, at it... least that we saw on the guy trainer. Does that was... you did you did that many gladiators on the CI chart? We did. Yeah, I think we did at least five, maybe six. Wow. We got to start we did gathering a, that data and start seeing where they're a, sitting. We had a full alu, alu cab. I can't, I don't know how they pronounce it, but the whole big camper with the heater inside and all of that, the aluminum big camper wow. thing on the seat. Yeah, alu cab. Yeah. Wow. How did it score? Um, it did fairly well. A lot of these guys, so out of those, I think, five or six gladiators, uh, three of those guys are running airbags in the back. Ah, interesting. To, for support. Hmm, yep. Interesting. So what was the highest you know, score? Did you see uh, uh, what particular any particular suspensions out there more prominent than others? No, I always see a lot of this event. We always see a lot of Metal Cloak there, and a lot of Terraflex. You know, we're in Utah, so... The high scores, though, it wasn't, you know, one thing I do like about this event, which is a lot different than like hump and bump, uh, the rigs that show up out of North Vegas are a lot more extreme. Uh, this event, the rigs are much more, they're trail rigs, but they're also driven to and from the trail. So mm. uh, this event, I had maybe, I had a couple that were a thousand, maybe one at a 1100. But no, nobody going, hey, look, I maxed out the trailer. Look at me. That kind of stuff. No, you didn't have to give out any gold stars. We, I wanted to. There was a couple of. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Nice. All right. So what's next for you guys after you get so through we this? Have the Ro- after you get through the Rona. After we get through Rona. Um, yeah, we've got, uh, we've got, I've actually planned to go out here just outside of Mesquite and do a little bit more pre-running. Um, we did some before we were here before Hump and Bump, before SEMA last year. 
Um, there's a lot of trails in this area, north rim of Grand Canyon area, that um, I think would be great for an adventure. Depending on how we feel and the weather, we may, that would be, see if I can show you these mountains back there. Yeah, yeah. Snow-capped mountains. Um, so those mountains, the other side of that, that mountain range um, is basically the north rim of the Grand Canyon. Mm. Um, about, it's about 75 miles away. So we, we have uh, American Off-Roads Open House, CTI Open House. Um, next to their open house is actually on Facebook, on American Off-Roads page. And um, what's the, oh, it's next to the Hustler, the Hustler Club, nightclub. Hustler, oh, Hustler nice, Nightclub, really? Yeah. Yeah, aren't they like right nearby, like where the new stadium is too? Yeah, yeah. It's just, I think it's just down past the new stadium. And apparently, the uh, the guys who run the 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 Hustler nightclub um, are friends with the folks at uh, American Off Road, and uh, so really? they have a big they have a big. I wonder why that is. <laughs> so we have a they have a big open parking lot, so um, the the open house is going to be there. I believe they have us for like eleven to three or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and then after that, we have a planned little quick trip up into Death Valley to uh, pre-run a couple of the trails for the first trip of our adventure that uh, I've actually never even been on. And then we'll head back home. Head get back, head back home. Uh, get the gladiator ready for for the death valley adventure and um, we have some exciting stuff uh to to get put on the gladiator and some changes to make to it before we hit the road again so thanks to our friends at ars and and uh, i think you have some 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 stuff going on with ars and maybe something coming up in the next few months we do we'll be announcing that soon but pay attention it's going to be one of the biggest uh um, giveaways we have ever done and that'll be announced and launch uh on february 1st i think uh nice. it'll be it'll be fairly easy to enter and um yeah it's gonna be fun we had a lot of fun stuff planned for that so it should be really really good it'll be several months long too so it's gonna be one of these things you want to get into it but um it's going to be a big big giveaway Thanks to that and some of our other friends um, that many of our modern jeepers will know because, well, one of them actually was on a couple of them have been on the podcast, actually. So it'll be it'll be fun to see how it all comes together. But I think we're going to do a great job with this really, really cool, uh, cool giveaway. Well, it's it's been it's been interesting. And we've all seen this this evolution of the overlander or the, the camper um, and because of Rona. Of course, everybody wants to, to be outside by themselves. And, you know, it's kind of funny. I mean, I, this the LJ behind me is a prime example. Uh, the, the first time I ever did Death Valley, we, I was out there for 10 days in the LJ. And everybody thinks that we, uh, you know, this overlanding style of, of vehicle. But really, with the, the proper equipment, it's amazing in how much stuff and, and some smart packing. It's amazing at how much stuff you can take and, and go out into the middle of nowhere in whatever rig you have, but um, having the right equipment and the right tools to do it sure make a difference. Well, and that's part of the thing about designing stuff for for um, overlanding as well. And it's some of the things we look at with what we're trying to do, especially in ARS, is 
seeing um, what we can, how things we multi-use, right? Multiple use for everything. So when you're doing true overland, you don't want to take anything with you that's only going to be have one single function, right? Well, let's even take a fridge. The fridge gets used not only as a fridge and a freezer, but also as a table, right? There's just there's little things you got to use with everything you can to be able to make sure that everything you have is working properly. But um, but that's part of it too. It's like designing stuff for multi-use. The whole thing about doing like a big overlanding thing is is thinking about that too. Like this package can't be a bunch of disparate parts like what we end up doing and giving away it can't be a bunch of like well a bunch of people gave us a bunch of stuff but none of it works together right right like you here you figure it out but no it's got to be it's got to work together it's got to be part of the process to build a good cohesive package for whether you have a jk jl or jt that's our, our i i was on a website today and it was so funny everything is out of stock they should probably not be promoting right now. They maybe want to retract a little bit and focus on, I don't know, maybe building their products or getting something in stock. But it's very frustrating to me when you go to a site and they don't have anything to sell. Well, they did a good job in marketing. Obviously, I clicked on their, their stuff because I wanted to see what they had, but then they don't have anything. Right. <sighs> yeah. Well, that's like, you know, you do the, the ultimate Amazon search and you find out, oh, that's exactly what I want. Oh, no, it's going to be three weeks because, you know, they don't have it. You know, um, it's interesting. So you have you have uh, that event coming up and then February. What's big in February? I know over here we have the, the retake of Winter 4x4. Or I saw Winter, Winter 4x4, Winter Fun Fest. Because Winter Fun Fest got canceled last weekend right. and moved to the end of February because there's too much snow. And then this weekend is International Sportsman's Expo, which we will not be at. We generally go to this one. We will not be there because we decided we didn't want to subject our friends, attendees, and employees to having to go through COVID testing or, you know, all that kind of stuff. And from the sound of it, it's probably better off not to be there anyway because vaccines vaccines don't seem to be stopping it and neither does wearing a mask or being pre-tested right. or anything. Just a big pain in the ass. So we're not doing that, um, And which in case we might do something else this weekend just for fun with the ARS brand, then what do you have coming up next? Like what's, what's February like? I got nothing. Yeah, nothing. Well, one thing we're going to look at doing is uh, TDS, which we haven't, we haven't done in a while uh, is Tierra del Sol. And I think we're going to do, we're going to go down to Tierra del Sol with the CTI trailer, even though they're not really having a big event this year. Uh, It's kind of a virtual event, but it's still fun to go down there and play on the dunes and be all part of that, but are not the dunes, but down in the, in, in, in TDS and Ocotillo Wells and that whole area and the washes go play down there. We're going to take the CTI trailer down there, but along the way, I think we're going to do a, an event in, we'll probably do a CTI event in Bakersfield, one along the 10 someplace. And then a couple of the days there um, at their virtual event. Uh, and then from there, head off and uh, maybe come back up and do a couple other more things. But just be nice to go there. Next year's our 60th anniversary, and uh, hopefully that comes together with being a really big. And this one's kind of the 59th and a half year. So technically, it was supposed to be the 60th this year. But oh, just, right. They want to hold that date. Yeah. Yeah, they want to hold it. So it goes big time. So that'll be March. Um, like I said, not a lot happening in February. Um, but yeah, it's it's got quite a season coming up. There's something I we have going on in February. I just can't I can't remember it off the top of my head. I know that we're, you know, we have some some modifications to make to some of our graphics and whatnot on the truck and and uh, some preps to make on the on the Gladiator. And 
you know, we're we're in we'll be in full mode prep mode for the Death Valley adventure. That first trip, we still have some room. I think we still have like six or seven spots on that first trip. So if you guys are holding off and you've been waiting, now is the time. Um, you know, we, we'd love to have you out there. And the first trip's not going to be anything we've done before. In fact, um, that's why I'm out here this time is to go run some of the trails because I've never even been out there. Um, so we have some some pre, pre-running to do to before that. And then, you know, once, once this Death Valley trip uh, is over, then the full the season just goes crazy and we're all race again so bonkers 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 yeah well you know thankfully you're getting the rona out of the way now so the rona doesn't bother you when you're when you're out there traveling because nothing affects an event worse than the rona i'd rather have a corona than uh the rona Mm -hmm. Um, yes yeah yeah do you like your corona cold like super ice cold (laughs) Rona with a lime. Can I have Rona with a lime? Hmm. <laughs> what was her name? It was something like Rona. Ah, I forgot about that. <laughs> ah, back in the day. Um, all right, brother. Well, hey, I know you guys need to get back. Take care of Jesse. Um, it's good talking to you. <laughs> and uh, take care of yourself as well. Obviously, get out there, do a little bit of wheeling. Uh, enjoy what you're doing, and uh, we will talk to you soon. Hey, so out there, modern, modern Jeepers, thanks for joining us. Another little casual conversation. And you know where you can find us, moderngeeperadventures.com to register events, moderngeeperforum.com, check out what's going out, all the different entries for the iresolvethejeep.com uh, giveaway. And of course, mattsatmedical.com, coryatmedical.com, and anything else you need, just reach out. Love to hear from you. Have fun. Pay attention to us. Anything else you have to offer there, Corey? You guys all take care of yourselves out there and, and uh, be, be good to yourselves. Give yourselves a break now and then. And I think we... Uh, this whole Rona thing will go away. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Be good to yourself. Don't let it mess with your mental health. That's the hardest part. I almost feel dirty when you get something like this. Like, oh, no, I'm marked. Big scarlet right. letter on your chest. Yeah. <sighs> All right, buddy. Thanks again. All the modern keepers. We'll see you on the trail. Cheers. This podcast will self-destruct in five, four, three, two, one.